2 o'clock on a Friday. Sorry we missed yesterday. Some things were happening. Now we get ready for the snow. Welcome to the podcast. It's Eric Chase. Bethany's here today. It's just me and you. I thought Ashley was coming. She got roped into a, a date uh, with her friend at 3 o'clock. So all these stipulations were coming my way. I'm like, well, fine. I'm like, just go on the date. Like, I, let's do the date. Although I do have something that I wanted to get her opinion on, but um, I, I wanted both your opinions on. But we'll get to that later on. How are you? Dandy. Dan, are you dandy? How is little Madigan today? She is good. She's talking a lot today, or jabbering, I should uh, say. I like uh, talking. I like. Uh, I like that she was in that little onesie with the hood the other day. Oh yeah, it wasn't a onesie. It was her coat. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, I like it because it anything on her head makes less forehead. So looking good. Stop it. Looking good, kid. Looking good. Um, if you you're I'm she's a good kid. Let me. Oh, I'll become. We have a lot to talk about. Um, first, (laughs) Philip's not here today because I don't know why, but he is aiming to become a model. So he's asked when he comes back that that he can have a feature on the podcast because he wants to be. He's just now aiming to become a model. I I, I, I don't know. I knew you'd be upset as well because you're probably thinking the same thing as me. It's like your shit's already on Instagram. Like you're just throwing money away. I thought he already was. I said, don't people always get into your DMs and ask you. He's like, they don't pay. Eh. So he wants to go, he wants to go legit. Um, but he wants to like build a, a profile, a portfolio of what his skills and talents are. So we'll help him do that when he returns. So just me and you we today. We know what his talents are. Like, right, like airbrushing his dick out of uh, Instagram pictures. <laughs> I didn't say it, you did. Um, how, so your, your dad, Big Mike Urbanski is home and yep, Magic Mike is home. He's Magic Mike. My brother's friends call him Magic Mike. Well, now that he's lost all that weight thanks to COVID, thanks COVID, uh, he could do Magic Mike. He could. So, how's he feeling? What's it, what's the first week at, at home been like? Um, he's feeling good. He uh, still needs oxygen, you know, all the time. But he's slowly just getting his strength back, moving around a little more. Um, of course, already at his work desk at home because I'm actually surprised he made it two days before he got on the computer. Um, but yeah, he's, he's doing good. He's happy to be home eating real food and, uh, yeah, he's doing good. Let him, let him, like, as long as it's not too much. I know you saw the post on, on Facebook about the the kindergarten teacher that's going through chemotherapy and still doing uh, virtual teaching. Like, yep. look, sometimes, you know, science can only, science and healthcare can only do so, so much. Sometimes the soul needs to be fulfilled and your purpose has to be connected. Oh, and, it's totally true. And and if your dad, as long as he's not doing too much, but if he can dig back in and get some work done and that makes him feel good and that gets him, you know, over some of the humps and hurdles he's got to clear, let him do it. Yeah. Well, and it's tax season. So obviously right. like all the clients that are, you know, starting to come in are like, where is he? How's he doing? You know. They don't care about his health. Yeah. They just want his skills. Well, that may be true, but <laughs> that makes him feel needed. So. Right. Right, right, right. Um, so, I'm, I've always been fascinated through all of this, and obviously, I'm, I'm happy. He, I'm delighted. He's okay. He might be my very favorite Trump supporter. Um, <laughs> I, the, the, the lung thing has been fascinating. So he got over COVID, but COVID just like wrecked his lungs, and that's why he's needed oxygen. And is it like his lungs atrophied, and the only way to build them back up is how? So my understanding of this whole thing is that when you get COVID, it decides what it wants to attack in your body. So for him, it decided that it was going to go to the lungs, which it does for most people. And then your immune system starts fighting itself because it recognizes this virus and thinks anything that the vi- you know any part of your body that the virus is in is bad so 
your body starts attacking the lungs. And what happens is, you know, yeah, it attacks your lungs and then it scar tissues up. Um, sometimes, you know, the, the tissue is too far gone and it, you can't repair it. Sometimes, um, like in his case, his body is slowly prepare, like repairing his lungs. Um, we haven't had an, he hasn't gotten an x-ray in a while, but um, when we had saw them in the hospital, it was, his lungs were clearing. So hopefully he can continue to do that. Um, because otherwise, you know, your lung is an organ, it's a tissue. And so if, if the tissue is too far gone and it can't repair itself, then, you know, you need oxygen forever because your lungs don't have the capacity, but I'm hoping that in his case, he can continue to heal his lungs as well as your body can adjust to this new capacity for oxygen and kind of learn how to function like, like a smoker would, you know, right. a smoker is going to have less lung capacity. So your body kind of adjusts to it. But, um, yeah, it's, it's crazy though. Like, have you have you, you've probably seen, and there's been more of these stories lately or, or the graphics popped out, like the difference or the similarities between a healthy person's lungs, COVID lungs and smokers lungs. Have you seen those? I haven't. No. Oh, well, it, I mean, even a novice can see, Oh, that looks bad. Like if you look at oh, yeah. and, and they're just like, like x-rays or, or whatever they are, not like actual, not the actual organs, which if you've ever seen like somebody who's like liver had cirrhosis, like it's oh, nasty, nasty stuff. These are like more like yeah. x-rays and there's a lot, like, obviously they, you see a healthy person and it's not real cloudy. Then you see a smoky person and it's like, Oh, super cloudy. And then a code person's lungs are even cloudier than the smokers person's. And it sounds like that's what you're, what your dad's dealing with. Yeah, I mean, when you take an x-ray of your lungs, it's supposed to be, your lungs are supposed to be dark, um, meaning they're clear. But when we saw his first x-ray, I mean, his whole, both of his lungs were like completely white, just like, you know, totally scarred up, whatever was going on in there. Um, so, but, but the last x-ray that we saw his lungs had started clearing from the top down and he probably had like a third of it was, was pretty cleared up. I think they, so, I think I uh, Dr. Fauci and, and others have called this and, uh, and the, obviously the tons of diagnosis, we're still learning things and so many, but I had heard uh, the phrase long COVID. Did that mm -hmm. get, so, so that got thrown around your dad's way. We we're like, they just couldn't beat it. And it wasn't necessarily COVID, but it was what COVID caused where, you know, your dad was going to get better. It was just going to be super slow. And, and how long was he hospitalized for in the ICU? He was in ICU a month and a half, I think. Yeah. At least. So, yeah. Long, long COVID. Um, well, I'm glad he's home. Is, is he, are his spirits good? Oh yeah. What, uh, what's it, what's he's, got to be so super happy to hang out with Maddie and stuff. Oh yeah. Yeah. I brought her over not every day, but, um, almost every day and they just chill and hang out together. Okay. Um, before I forget, I don't think we did it last week, but we'll just keep hitting this. Uh, I saw a story in the Toledo city paper. They actually, Jeffy McGee did the story, uh, TSA extended deadline for, uh, for lottery shots, February 26th, right? Yep. And how come uh, you didn't respond to that picture I posted on your page the other day? That meme looked like Gherky. Did I see it? I don't know if I saw it. You might not have even seen it. Uh, but yeah, because you didn't like it or dislike it or anything like that. And I, I, no, forget, I bet I didn't even see it. I forget what it was, but it was like somebody put Gherky in a meme. <laughs> we, I'm sure they have. We uh, we need to have him on more often because he can he can clearly draw a big audience to the podcast. Oh yeah, he's he's a big deal. Um, so I I spoke to to Maj today. Um, Maj who works at the health department, so clearly she's a source of insight like this. And and you had mentioned it last week. Um, I don't want to talk about this stuff on the air because I don't want bad things to be said. Because I had a great time in the hospitality at Buff City, so um, I don't want people half listening going, "Did Eric just slam that place? I ain't going." But. <laughs> I think we can put two and two together here and say the bath bombs 
definitely caused my testicle to ache. And and Maj was like, when she heard me say that, she's like, yep, that's what it was. Yeah, probably. I mean, it, it, it's not anything bad on Buff City Soap. It's just right. some people react to chemicals or fragrances or dyes or anything. I mean. And, you know, it's like, we'll get really graphic here. So I could never quite figure out, like, I've had discomfort there before. Um, and I had seen doctors about it. But nobody ever considered that it was some kind of allergy or, or whatever it was. It's just a very weird spot for that. Like, you know how they, they tell men, like they probably told you, the doctor probably tells Josh, like, you got to feel your guys to, to do a self-check, right? Well, yeah, it's the same as chicks in their breasts. Right, right, right. Self-check, like check for lumps. So yeah. that's kind of like what I was doing. And I'm um, like... Feels good. Nothing's like we don't have any extra. There's not a third one there, so like no, no cancer. But yeah, like uh, I canceled my doctor. My doctor appointment was supposed to be today, but on Monday I had begun feeling better, um, and I still feel it a little bit, but not the constant discomfort I had in the. And look, it might not have been in. The, it could have been in the outer testicle. Could have been in the ball sack. Um, I don't know, but I can clearly connect this to. Uh, Doing the bath bombs, it aching, stepping back from the bath bombs, beginning to heal. Yeah. Yeah, you probably just... And and it's not necessarily all of them. Like, it could have just been the one that you tried or, like, something in whatever you used that, you know, your body didn't like, so... The lemongrass eucalyptus. It'll get the testicle every time. Yeah. And it might not even been like I, it, from what you've told me, what I've seen a little bit. It's not like an internal thing; it's an external thing. I I don't know. Like I, I again, I have a. That's why I wanted to go to the doctor. I'm like, I can't tell what part of me is 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 troubled. You feel around down there. This is what I pay you for. Well, if you're sitting in a bath, you have holes, and things can creep into holes. Right. And of affect you so right 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 um what else oh so um are there other things okay we, we can leave all the house stuff for for a minute here um because i'm sure we're gonna we're gonna bicker over that and and, and i'm kind of glad <laughs> ashley's not here to tell me like nonsense that i wasn't gonna listen to um how do you feel but i did want her opinion on this how are you feeling about notre dame getting their uh their their people vaccinated when nobody else in the county um the other day uh we found out that like basically Northwest Ohio got left off the vaccination list from, from the government, from, from the state. And yeah. um, Katie Onstott, who's the superintendent of Washington local school, did an interview with Christian Brown. And uh, she was extremely dip- diplomatic and tactful. She's like, I don't want to blame the governor, but it seems like we just got forgotten um, or something like that. And then lo and behold, the other day we find out that Notre Dame somehow secured vaccinations from a, a neighbor of where they are. Um, like literally like a neighbor of theirs. I don't know what the business or the facility was, but they got them from there and I don't know how many there was, but yeah, Notre Dame's going to get vaccinated. So what are your thoughts? I mean, so I, I believe it was Nexus healthcare or whatever, because I think that's their neighbor. Like they have a complex on that plot of land back there. Um, I guess if it, I don't know what the situation was, but I do know that from um, people that have been, you know, friends of mine that have been administering vaccines, that the the vaccine, once it's out or whatever, is good for like an hour. Yeah. So you, you got to vaccinate as many people as you can in an hour's time before it goes bad. If it was a situation where they were like, hey, we have access to vaccines we need to get them in people's arms do you want to come over here or we'll come over there i mean if it was something like that where they would have gone to waste anyway i'm totally fine with it i don't think this Um, was that it might have been but i don't think this was that if not i mean i want to be mad about it because i want to be like well why why them but at the same time like if it's just if if it's people getting vaccinated, awesome. Because right. everyone needs a vaccine at some point. So, yeah, it sucks that it happened, but 
they didn't go to waste and they went in somebody's arm. So, you know, so yeah, be it, it, I guess. You gotta, you gotta really compartmentalize and like, and like split your, your morals here because there are people lying who aren't, who shouldn't be, who aren't very high on the vaccine list. But uh, if you're like 28 years old and you don't work in healthcare, but you want the vaccine for whatever the reason, it's like, you shouldn't be getting it. But weirdly, I appreciate your ambition for wanting to do like some public health good. In fact, um, uh, Maj's boss, the health commissioner, Eric Jasinski said basically exactly what you said. And I guess it's because they had very little, I mean, this thing is so disorganized. There's so many moving parts. I mean, it's been a clusterfuck from the outset oh, yes. of, the, of the pandemic. He's totally like, I think he said something along the lines of like, we're just happy there are more more people are getting vaccinated. Because there's nothing you can do about yeah. it. My thought yeah. was, it's Notre Dame. I mean, don't don't we all, you know this, being in, in the school system as long as uh, you have been, um, it's not like it was a random TPS school. Like, how did Rogers get all of those? Um, it's a school with resources. It's a private school where people pay a lot of money to go there, right? Right. And if and if this, you know, healthcare, you know, company or whatever was next door and it happened, like whatever, I get it. But right, um, um, like if anything, like the only place that might be that should be a, a little like grumpy about it would be like Saint Ursula. Because I compare the two. Um, and again, it, it's not like it was a random TPS school who had a hookup somehow where another school might be a bigger red zone to, to need to get people vaccinated. It's a private yeah. school with, with resources. So I'm I'm not nearly, I'm not surprised at all. And, and you're right, the timing of this plays in as well. Um, did you see the story in Oregon, the state of Oregon the other day? The people on the highway? No. Uh, they had like some massive snowstorm and there were a bunch of healthcare workers with vaccines. So they're on the clock. So they started. Oh, that's, I did see that. They they started vaccinating people in their cars. Did those people deserve them on the, on the priority list? No, but guess what? It's either use them or lose them. So there's been. Right, exactly. From, from the, I guess the fall when I started to, when a friend of mine told me that, um, these things have to be kept kept at like a certain temperature and you, they've got to be administered at a certain time and the follow-up has to be at a certain time. Um, it was going to complicate the process of distributing the vaccination. So I was interested to see how this was all going to play out. And so I'm not surprised that we have a story like that or if that's what happened at Notre Dame. But it, it of course, it wasn't going to be, hey, we got a lot of vaccines. Just get on the list and we'll get to you. Of course, something like timing and temperature was going to complicate things because this was never going to be easy. Right. Exactly. And, you know, had had we drawn it out longer, maybe they could have figured out how to, you know, make it more sustainable. But it doesn't matter. And and I know that there are there are people that are up in arms about like schools being next on the list. And as much as, yes, people are saying, you know, schools might not be as in danger as they thought and whatever, but you have to remember that we as adults, staff members, who are the, you know, ones getting the vaccines, we are either, you know, the the older teachers are still in that age range that need it, but also us as adults, I mean, if we're, if we're going to be in these schools working, like whether or not the kids are going to get it or whatever, they could still transmit it. And we're right. still going to go back to our parents and our families. You know, like I just, you know, you might not be worried about the kids, which I think we should still be worried about the kids, but right. like, like take them out of the equation. Like that. Yeah. They're not going to get it or they're not going to get it real bad, but they can still be conduits. Right. And it's still a germ factory. So, right. you know, I think anybody that is going to be working or, doing something in, in large capacity needs to get vaccinated. Yep. Um, I did see a story today and it it just came out. So I'm going to let it breathe. I think it's Johnson and Johnson. Um, and they have come up with a vaccine that only needs one dose. And, but I think the efficacy is not as good as the other ones. I want to say, and again, I I just glossed through the story, but it it did catch my eye. It's like, it's like the efficacy is like 65%. That means like, it's not as, um, there's not as much confidence in it working as with the other vaccines. However, right. I think I think it only needs one dose, and I think it's really good against severe COVID. So, um, you know that that if if we can get this thing down, 65% is too low. 
Um, but anything at this point is good. And if we can get this thing down to one shot instead of two, um, in fact, I've seen some countries have considered saying, you know what, forget the two-dose thing. Let's get everybody one dose, and then we get our foot in the pool, and we'll worry about the second one later. Yeah, that's true. Um, what else do we have to get to before we can, before you can uh, rip me and skewer me and all that stuff? I, we, don't have to, we, we don't have to get into a, a whole time, but I just want to get your sense of it. How closely did you follow and what do you know of the GameStop thing? So I know very little information. I know that people were messing with the, you know, the stocks or whatever. And then Robin, the Robin Hood site got involved. And uh, I mean, I don't know how stocks work. I'm not, you know, I don't have a lot of money and invest it and all that stuff. Um, aren't, you super, I was, aren't you super poor now because of Maddie? I mean, I wasn't rich to begin with, so I feel like I just stayed the same. I just need you to say that for Alex because she's got this laundry list and I'm like of things she wants to buy with Thomas. And I'm like, you have a kid in there too. I just want her to know that you're poor. Oh, yeah, it's for sure. Diapers are like, it's like you're like putting gold around your kid's butt. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Not even that, just the formula. See, there you go, Alex. Don't have a kid. Um, yeah, it... it I'm actually, I'm, I'm glad it's cooled down today. And I followed it beginning on, on Tuesday. And I, I do stocks um, for a handful of reasons. And I've actually gotten into more more frequent things rather than just putting money in something and letting it grow. Cause you have a diversified portfolio. I, I, kind of, I kind of do. That's part of the reason why I'm deciding to throw out the money I am for the shower. Cause oh, you fancy. Yeah. Um, so... I've I follow this uh, closely, but I still I have a financial guy, someone with Merrill Lynch that my dad connected me with. That's his financial guy, and now I I speak with him. I had a vague understanding of it. I I, I got it. Like people on Reddit were messing with hedge fund people who mess with the market, um, and I'm not going to go through the mechanics of it because I'll mess it up. Um, gives everybody a reason to go watch The Big Short with Christian Bale, which was one of my favorite movies outside of Batman of his and some other big names in there. I think uh, Ryan Gosling was in there, but that that's what this is, that's what's going on right now or, or was going on. Um, I wish I would have put some money on it because I really could have I could have bought the radio station and so much more. Well, like, how was it Reddit? Like, I just feel like Reddit is like. Like, how is Reddit involved? It's just like a site where you go to look at memes. And a lot more. And a lot. I mean, there are a lot of subcultures and very small niche ecosystems with people with a a lot of information. I just saw um, somebody that I know on Facebook. He's like, this is what happens. Like, forget about uh, like financial and teaching financial intelligence. This is what happens when everybody has the same information. The thing is, that information is always available like this wasn't um like people are familiar with the term insider trading where somebody in a company or somewhere gets a tip about something that's happening at a company and then they buy a shit ton of stock like that's illegal none of this is it's in a lot of ways how the market works and how hedge funds work and big money it's it's pretty unethical um and the rich get richer and everybody else does not but that's who the Reddit people wanted to combat. Like they wanted to use the information that was readily available and create a coordinated attack on on these hedge funds. And they picked GameStop of all places. Right. Um, so random. Right. And I I, I want to see. I've read a. I think we've all read enough. Whether it's just memes, opinions of I have no idea what's going on, but it's GameStop and they have video or all that stuff. I'm fascinated to see the fallout of the marketing bump that GameStop is getting from this. And maybe people will now recognize, and I've known for a little bit, like GameStop's model has shifted in the last handful of years. um, That, that, like, when you walk in that store, you got to go through half the store before you even get to a video game for the most part because they sell all the stuff that I buy. Funkos and Pops and collectibles and all that stuff. So they've shifted their model a little bit to where they want you to come in and hang out with nerds and it's, it's like a 800 square foot Comic-Con. Um, and I'm, yeah, cur- and yeah. I'm curious to see if all this GameStop talk gets, gets them a little bit of buzz where the stock, like the, like they don't have any more money. Like can't, they can't like change their model and go put Walmart out of business because of this windfall. 
because of the stock stuff because it's not real. Right. But they have people talking about GameStop, and that's a good thing. Yeah, I mean, it's the same thing that, like, family video all of a sudden went into selling CBD. Like, yes. You yeah. got to do what you got to do to survive. And when, you know, now all the games you can just download to your device um, and you don't need the, the hard the you know, disc. piece of plastic. The drive, yeah. You got to figure out another way to get customers to come in. Yep. I ha- but I've greatly enjoyed. Well, we-, we got some good memes as people were figuring out what was going on, but it allowed me to look up the old GameStop memes where you have a dude who probably got fired from the movie theater standing in front of your uh, pile of $60 games going, uh, best they could do is 450 <laughs> Yeah. So I when I was a kid and... Like, I had an allowance. I remember when whatever the video game store was um, that opened up and and they gave you money for your games. And I was I was over the moon. Like, I was I was so excited. Like, somebody's going to pay me for these things I don't play anymore. Like, this this change in the business model was fascinating. And then over... Did like, you get that, money or did you, like, trade it for the newer games? E- either. They would give you money or they'd give you store credit. And back then, like, they gave you decent things as opposed to, like... I mean, it's crazy that GameStop was probably on the precipice at multiple points of going out of business because you buy a $60 game, you trade these things in for a quarter or like 15% of what you paid, then let's say they give you $20 for that that $60 game. They put it back on the shelf for like 40 or 45 or 50 bucks. And somebody's buying it because it's less than 60 and it's not like it's a car where if you've played, you know, 70,000 hours of this video game, whoever gets it next, it's not like the air conditioner doesn't work. You need new tires. It's the same right. it's thing. It's still going to run. As right, long as right, you right. don't scratch up the disc, right. it's going to play. Yeah. So it's it's been fascinating, but I mean, it's a nerd store, so I, I hope it works out. Um and we'll see how this thing all all plays out. But it was interesting to watch the coordinated attack of a subculture of Reddit going after people who, look, all the information's out there, but for the most part, people just don't know or care or have no interest in the stock market whatsoever. For the first 35 years of my life, I didn't give two shits about it. If you would have told me the market was down 1,200 points, I'd be like, is that bad? I have no idea. So Well, and that's why I stay away from it because I feel like, at no point is it stable, which just terrifies me. Like, why am I going to dump a whole bunch of money in something that may or may not go up? Like, what? you could make a crap ton of money. You could also lose everything. I'll tell like, you. I don't. I don't want to take those odds. I'll tell you. I'll, I'll tell you this, and this is how we can go into the to the house thing. Um, my dad told me like early on, uh, and I learned this from the my market guy as well. Like the stock market. If you it it always in the long term goes up. Um, I forget what the market crashed at, like where it was before it crashed in two thousand eight, but the market's at like thirty thousand now. Um, I, I'm gonna guess it might have been like half of that. So if you put like five thousand dollars or whatever, you put a thousand dollars into the market, um, in some some safe stocks like the the big players that you know will either be stable or or go up just a little bit. Um. If you wait and people our age are fortunate enough that, you know, we're not, we're not going to retire. Like people in, in, if you were on the cusp of retirement in March, like you had a heart attack because if, <laughs> if you had like $250,000 in the market, well, all of a sudden you had like a hundred thousand um, dollars. Right. But if you're our age and you put that thousand dollars um, and you wait till we're ready to retire or even until we're. 50 or whatever it is, you will have made money because the market, no matter how many times or how hard it crashes, long-term, it always goes up. You better knock on some wood. It always rebounds. Um, Okay. Market crash chart. Hold on. I'm pulling up 2008. Uh, All right. (laughs) On October 9th, so the market right now is at 30,000. When the market... When, when the market COVID crashed in March, it went to 19, I think. Okay, 19. On October 9th, 2007, the Dow hit its pre-recession high of 14,000. 14,000. So that's 5,000 lower than when it crashed in March. 
by March in 2009, the market was down to 6,500. So, I mean, it was a legit crash, but that, that shows you like it will always go up if you can weather the really painful times. And we're fortunate we can. We don't have to tap into this stuff for retirement or whatever. It will always go up. So there's your market lesson for the day. Okay. Um, and because of uh, the market being up and a lot of my money is there, um, I decided I, I bit the bullet, even though it was painful because of doing what I do um, in this job and the industry can go away at, like at any second. Um, I decided to uh, commit to the $6,500 estimate for a new shower. And I'm assuming it will close cost close. It will cost closer to 8,500. Well, it, you have to think of it as re, like kitchens and bathrooms. That's resale value, though. Well, you just got to you just got to be smart and do it right. Well, I think what I do is right. You don't. And you saw the Facebook mob today. Don't get rid of the bathtub. Families. Let me tell you, no family. Like my home is there are no families really in my neighborhood. It's condo life. Um, and yeah, but that doesn't mean somebody not going to, I mean, what if, you know, somebody could be living there with a, a new kid. And if you have a new kid like me, you need a bathtub. It's they outgrow the sink. It, <laughs> not my sink. Um, and they're real slippery. So you can't hold them up in the shower. <laughs> it's very unlikely that, look, I know that I cut off a large swath of people from wanting to potentially buy my home, but it's a condo and it's going to be different anyway. So there will, if you look at the opposite, the people that I'm, who I could conceivably sell to at some point down the road, and you can't predict the future because look, 2020 stuff, um, those people might not be interested in buying what everybody else wants to buy, which is three bedroom, at least one and a half bathroom. Like all the homes that I were looking, I was looking at on both sides of Beverly. And I was like, these three bedrooms, great. They're all too fucking small. So that's why I was I wound up where I was. Now I'll tell you this: um, I was looking at. Do you know what a fixed wall is? Mm, no. It's like a half wall for the shower. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. So I was looking at that and getting really fancy, but then I saw that 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 could really mess up the value. Like that's that's like a, so you got you take the bathtub out and it's just a shower. Well. You got to declare or disclose that, and if you have the half wall, you got to disclose that too. Um, and it's almost like more of like a three quarter bathroom than a full one. Right. So, and yeah. it probably wasn't going to work uh, for my thing anyway. So I'm just going to go with um, with just the shower, take the bathtub out, and um, it's going to be black or lots of black and a clear glass shower door, and I think it'll be pretty nice. What do you mean it's going to be black? Like blackish or charcoal colored tile. Like the whole thing? Yeah, that's the color that's that's the color of the bathroom. Oh, I can hear the I know. You gotta change it up voice. a little bit. No, I don't. No, I don't have to change it up at all. It's my Dude, I, don't make it look like a dungeon in there. I like dungeons. <laughs> what hold on. Why can't I, I make it look like that? Because is aren't the walls in your bedroom already dark? Uh, it is like a, uh, a a maritime dark navy blue. Right. So you're going to have dark on dark on dark. Yeah. And I don't, I don't remember. Do you have windows up there? Uh, just one window in my bedroom. I'm okay with dark. See, I'm no. buying it for me, not who's you next. You like, oh. I feel like you need to... Steer away from monochromatic. Wait, first of all, you can't have black and navy together. Uh, I, I, I can and do. I like the contrast because they're yeah. two. They're two totally separate rooms. But they adjoin together. Totally fine. That's why there's a I, door. I, I, you need an interior decorator. No, I don't. Um, at least you've <laughs> at least you've gotten away from. If you have a lady friend coming over. Emphasis Are you on just getting it black so you don't have to clean it? Well, that's what it sounds like. Hold on. So uh, my my contractor, um, who I, I trust because I have a very dear friend, and it's her son and his new business um, after he moved home from New York City. So I was happy to give him the work. Um, he showed me a picture of 
Yeah, like white tiles and uh, black wall, the black, or black walls in the bathroom, and that's gonna get dirty. Yeah, so you just spray so you, it down and so wash you clean it. it. I, look, I want what I want, and look if there's mold in my bathroom, I want to be able to see it. I will know if if it's moldy. Okay. Um, Listen, what what have we learned? We've learned that you do what you want. Right. Do what you want because you're going to anyway. Right. But you're a so pig. So all I'm going to do is express my concern for an all-black bathroom next to an all-navy bedroom and the fact that it's too dark. And you do you. I will. I will. But I do appreciate your opinion. It's it's a fun one. <laughs> um, And then we'll go from there. But I was hesitant because it's a lot of money. Um, and again, this job and things can be because of 2020, things can get tough real, real quick. Um, I'm I'm sure there's some rule about percentages of like how, you know, what percentage of your yearly income you should use at a time for renovations. I just don't have those numbers. Oh, it's, it's way more than, yeah, this would not, uh, drive nicely with my yearly income. This is more like, um, saving stuff, money I've earmarked for, you know, a while, well, this is a want, not a need. Um, this would essentially be the the last big phase of the house. The only things like really left to, to upgrade or that I wanted would in the jet in the jack or in the other side of the Jack and Jill bathroom. That vanity can get updated or whatever, but it's fine the way it is. And uh, painting the kitchen cabinets, but that doesn't really have to be done because I like the contrast to what it is. And that's it. No more house stuff. Anything else after that is it needs to be fixed. Alrighty. What do Diddy and Andre think about this? I don't think dogs can see. And remember, they don't don't go near water, so they don't have to worry about it. (sighs) Those poor dogs. They still need a shower. No, they don't. They they're totally fine. They they're clean. Diddy's so soft. Diddy's like pillow soft. <laughs> he's very soft, but that doesn't mean he's clean. He's clean. Trust me. Okay. Um, the so yeah. So I decided to go through and just pull the trigger with all that stuff. And don't worry, I'll keep you updated. And you can have your 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 snide disagreements. I look forward to them. They entertain me. They really do. Oh, great. And if it makes you feel any better, um, Josh, the engineer, has a second bathroom. And he lives right past the, the Kroger that we're near or that I'm near. And uh, he said I can come shower there, too. And Alex said I can use the center. So, Because honestly, my biggest hurdle or fear was that's an inconvenience to either not shower for three weeks or go to other people's homes. Do you know how much I want to be naked in your house? Like less well, than zero percent. But, well, it, isn't the gym open? Oh God! Gym too. I, I would rather traipse naked through your house than take a shower at the gym. Really? Yes. Why is that? I I I just think it's icky and nasty, and from years of going to like YMCA's and old men. No, I just I, I don't want to do it. One of my yeah, big. Biggest... If you think about it, the one that I'm talking about by our house is basically brand new. Right. So it's not like those showers have been sitting there for years and they've probably been vacant for the last 11 yes. months. Yeah. In fact, I just noticed that they, they clean them up or they open them up not that long ago. So look, if all else fails, I suppose I could do that. I'm just, I just wouldn't want to like anywhere where I have to take a shower and be in flip flops or have some kind of footwear. I don't need to be taking a shower in there. <laughs> well, don't go camping. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, I don't even want to do glamping. I want to do hoteling. <laughs> well, I prefer that too, but sometimes you don't have a choice. So good news is uh, I've been able to divide up how many times I would need to be naked under your roof. <laughs> Great. Awesome. Yeah, look, look I, I didn't like it either. But, uh, I, mean, I appreciate that. Why? And I appreciate you extending that offer to me. And uh, thank God Josh has a, a completely like second bathroom. So... I did so do you, you have smart stuff in your home, right? Besides Josh? <laughs> yeah. What smart things do you have? Uh I mean we have security cameras, we have 
Alexa's. Um, how do you use you your know, motion lights? How do you use your Alexa? Like what kind of stuff do you turn on with? Um, our lights use okay. Alexa, our, um, the audio and like our surround sound system. Okay. Um, what else? Like fans and stuff like that. They turn fans on? Yeah. Okay. The Christmas tree, Alexa turns on the Christmas tree, closes okay. and opens the garage door. You, ha- you have, uh, you, you bullied me into uh, a sound bar. Good purchase. That's right. I do not bully. I, you should thank me for that. <laughs> Look, I was about to, especially since I don't have a next door neighbor. Um, I cranked that motherfucker up. Um, right. I, I unleashed the full fury of that thing when I'm watching like a Marvel movie or something. So it, I'm, I, it was a good purchase and I, it was a, a good deal. Maybe it was like 130, but I want to say it was less than that, but it was, it was good. It's good quality. Um, you have not tried to bully or shame. I have no smart devices in my home. I can really? tur- I can turn. Yeah. <laughs> not even an Alexa. No, I just I don't see a need for it at all. And usually I like tech, but like it it doesn't benefit my life at all. Are you kidding? You can't tell me that there has not been a day where you've been sitting in your living room, all comfy, both dogs on top of you, and it starts to get too dark, and you're like, "Damn, I got to turn a light on." And it's like on the other side of the room and you're like, Alexa, turn the light on and it turns on and you didn't have to move your ass. You cannot tell me that that has not happened to you. It has. And as lazy as I am, I'm willing to to bite that bullet because it hasn't happened enough to where I've ever felt the need to get an Alexa. And now if there are other benefits to it and I didn't hear any that you mentioned I would consider it. But at this point in time, like there is nothing has come along that, that made me feel like I need to listen to you bully me into a smart device. Well, see, you haven't gotten to the point where you have an infant that has fallen asleep in your arms. And if you move, hell hath no fury. And so Alexa very kindly will turn the light on for you so you don't have to move. Good point. Um, but you, but before you had, uh, Maddie, you, you had all the smart things. Well, here's another thing. Let's say you're at work and someone needs to come let your dogs out or whatever. You can, you know, get on your phone and say, Alexa, open the garage door. You can open the garage door for somebody and you don't even have to give them the code. I don't have a code. I have a button. Okay. Well, okay. That's conceivable. Like that, that is a conceivably decent use. Sell me another one. Um, I mean, just security cam. We have security cameras all over our house. Why? Because we don't necessarily live in a shady area, right? You do but live. I wouldn't off- say it's not shady. You live off Hill Avenue. It's not not shady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, get it. I've thought about yeah. those things before, and all I think about is um, if something did happen, like if something did, if something did happen. I just look at it as, look, now we can see who took the stuff that I'll never get back. Um, conversely, the dogs will run anybody off. So that's that's forty that's forty pounds of barky beagle. I mean, not not that they're violent or or aggressive, but they, I was going to say your dogs are not intimidating at all. I completely agree. Um, Diddy will happy pee on you, and, and maybe that will run somebody off, but they're loud. Was that was that Gus or Tucker? No. Nope. Oh. Um, they're loud. And if a stranger came around, they would be barking, and I'm assuming that would run the stranger off. Possibly. Here's the thing. I saw a commercial last night repeatedly that I'm like, okay, this could get me into a smart device, although I do love my faucet. Like, I love my sink so much. Um I repeatedly saw a commercial last night for, I think Delta is the maker, a smart faucet. What? What does that mean? So, like the one that you don't have to touch? Y- yes, and Alexa controls it. And the commercial opens up with oh. a dog picking up its bowl, putting it in the sink, and then the guy says, Alexa, fill the dog bowl. <gasps> Stop it. Wait, first of all, how's this dog... Well, I guess it, if it was a big dog. It's a big dog, thing. like a one of the doodle types. 
and yeah. th- then um, this guy is like make he's making he's working on a recipe, and with one hand, he puts the bowl over and he's like, Alexa, I need 150 milliliters of water. Um, <gasps> Stop so, it! So I got to I got and you can set it to like your water bottle and all that. Like I was pretty impressed. So that's why that's I wanted to cool. Th- yeah. No, I wonder how much they cost. Well. Probably a couple hundred bucks. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's hold on. Delta Smart Faucet. Holy shit! Uh, wow. Yeah, you're 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 right there. Um, five sixty nine, two forty seven, four twenty nine, six fifty two, three ninety one. Yep. Wow. Actually, that's cheap. I thought it'd be like upwards of eight, nine hundred dollars. Delta faucet voice IQ command your kitchen shop now. Voice IQ. Oh, here's one hundred fifty dollars, huh? That thing's gonna break in two seconds. Yeah, maybe. My my uh my faucet was like one hundred eighty. You paid one hundred eighty dollars for that faucet of yours. What are you thinking? No, sounds about right. Um, last thing, unless you have anything else. Uh, did you see the Blissfield Middle School teacher story? No. Um. So, what kind of what kind of uh, bad things did kids that you went? Oh, you went to TSA. Did anybody in TSA do anything bad or like outside the the law or the rules? Okay, here's the difference. When I went to TSA, it was like dangerous minds. Now, it's you know, everybody behaves themselves. Okay. Back in the day, no, no. <laughs> what were some of the bad things the kids did? Um, one instance in particular, which would have been another gir- good Gurky story, um, there was a who caught them. I don't remember. It must have been like a night cleaning crew or something caught two of the students uh, fornicating, oh! like between the glass doors, like out in the open. Okay. Yeah. And nothing like that would ever happen now because those kids don't have sex, right? (laughs) I mean, I don't know what they do, but no, that would not happen nowadays. There was a, that happened in my high school. I remember some people got caught um, in my advisory class, like homeroom or whatever, where they take attendance for the first, like before first period. There Mm -hmm. was a kid that sat behind me and uh, he used to tell me and ask me, if I wanted what was in his coffee mug, and it was more than coffee, um, <laughs> there was a girl that I grew up with from first grade on, and she had some bad tendencies. Uh, she would often come to, it was al- algebra class. Like, she'd be drunk. Like, they'd go out somewhere, they would drink, and come back to class. Did anybody do that at TSA? <laughs> I mean, probably. People came to school high. Right. People probably had vodka in their water bottles. I mean... So, uh, a a substitute teacher at Blissfield Middle School was drunk in class. What do you mean drunk in class? He was... Like on Zoom? uh, I believe... Well, it's Michigan, so... um, Where's the story? Where's the story? All right. I'll read... It's from 13 ABC. A substitute teacher filling in at Blissfield Middle School was arrested for being drunk while teaching Thursday. According to the PD there... Officers were monitoring monitoring a medical call by local firefighters for an unnamed male subject with an altered state of consciousness at school. They showed up around 1.30 and determined the substitute teacher was intoxicated. He was taken to Lenaway County Jail. He's been warned not to return to the school. And, uh, yeah, so very little details. But uh, that's one I've never heard of before. No. So it was a substitute teacher. That's interesting. Yeah, like how... I I thought... I thought Michigan was like still locked down. No, I think they're pretty open, especially like in a place like Blissfield. But like, I don't know where Blissfield Middle School is. So, I mean, this person probably has some serious problems, like like outside of a drinking problem, like some serious personal problems. Um, Unless they're going to use the old I was taking medication thing. I mean, let me give them the benefit of the doubt, the benefit of the doubt. So sometimes when you're a substitute teacher and you're on that call list, they call you at like 5 a.m. and you have a half an hour to be there. And if you had had a little something, something the night before, you might still be drunk. But you got to get that money. So right. what do you do? So the only way that could be possible is if like they were 
still drinking until like 4 a.m. Because there's no way you stop at 11 and you're still drunk at 1.30 or even lunchtime un- un- unless like your blood alcohol is like 0. 0.5. Yeah. As in like five times the legal limit or whatever. <laughs> but yeah, crazy. I've never heard of a... And you gotta a, know, but it, like middle school is gonna know you're drunk. Kindergartners, they probably wouldn't know the difference. Uh, you can't hide that from middle school kids. I don't know. Maybe they just, they'd just be like, he's acting weird. High school kids would definitely know. They'd be like, yo, give me a nip of that. Right, they'd smell it on you. Right. All right, well, um, you got a weekend of nothing planned? Yep, pretty much. When, uh, when are you going to take Maddie off the boob? Um, In a couple weeks, I think. I'm trying to make it till she's four months. So I got like two weeks left. Does has she does she do anything new? Um, she has started trying to roll over, which okay. is terrifying. Um, she blows raspberries now. Um, what else? She's real grabby. She's grabbing for everything now. How about um? How about her 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 number twos? Have they solidified at all? Uh, no, no, they, they don't, they probably won't solidify until she starts eating real food, which is still a couple months away. Is it, is it still explosive and dangerous? (laughs) Yep. How, who, who more often changes her diapers? You or Josh? Uh, me just cause I'm home with her Mm. during the day. Is that intentional on his part? No, not at all. Um, I can't, diapers creep me out. Like I don't want to touch one. Not, not even clean. They don't bother me. And actually, I mean, it could just be because it's my kid. I don't know how the science works. But I feel like, like I know when I know when she has a poopy diaper, but it doesn't, like I don't gag from it yet. Does that make sense? Like I don't think it smells that bad yet. Got it. Okay. But it could just be because it's my kid and like some scientific nature thing causes you to not want to choke your kid out because they pooped all over. Or you, but, had, uh, or you had COVID and lost your smell. Well, let's hope not. No. All right. Well, tell Joshua I said hello. I will. Ask him if he's looking forward to me possibly being naked in his home. Yeah, I didn't say that yet. So. <laughs> well, wouldn't that be weird if I just showed up one day and he's like, what are you doing here? I'm like, I'm here well, to take no, a shower. Well, no, because going to listen to the podcast and be like, oh. There you go. Good to know. And, uh, and Tucker and Gus can take a shower with me. Oh yeah, by all means, you can you can bathe them. Are they are they dirty boys? Sometimes I usually have to I have to give them a bath like once a week. Once a week? Once a week? Yes. Why so I, dude, much? Dude, I'm telling you, your dogs need a bath. You you can bathe. I I already told you that. If you want to bathe them, have at it. Only the, Andre will behave for me. Diddy might scratch my eye out. Probably. Yeah, Andre has no choice because he's so small. But yeah, yeah. And I... Um, all right. Well, have a good weekend. You too. And bye. Bye.